Welcome, Hooray for Monday listeners, and thank you for taking a listen to our podcast as you head into this week. Thanksgiving is a few days away, and it seems like everywhere you turn, there's a fresh take on the importance of gratitude. This made me curious about gratitude as a mindset in schools. Aletta, you visited the Inspired Teaching Demonstration School last night for their first learning showcase of this school year. Did gratitude play a role in that experience? For me, it sure did. I'm, I feel grateful that there's a place where children's intellect, inquiry, imagination, and integrity are so present. And I observed family members and parents feeling grateful for that as well. There was one particular activity that ran through, ran across grade levels in the school in which students are exploring the concept of love. And there was a pre-K class where they posted the questions that students are exploring. And those questions include, what does it mean to love something? What's one thing that you love? Who is someone that you love? And what is something that you love to do? And the students had some beautiful answers that you would expect, like my family, and I love to play in the park. Um, and there were other questions about what is a family. And my favorite response to the question about what a family is, is that a family is like a pack of animals that lives together, except we're human beings. And um, I thought that was a particularly beautiful response to the concept of love and family and belonging. So um, yeah, I was really grateful for, for my time at the Inspired Teaching Demonstration School and getting to see the beautiful work of the students and teachers there. I remember feeling that way when I visited in the spring. And last month, I had the opportunity to meet with several students who have graduated from the Inspired Teaching School as they kicked off a citywide activism project where they were coordinating across the high schools that they now attend. And I remember feeling this tremendous sense of joy and appreciation just to see these young people continuing to grow the seeds planted at this school we all dreamed up so many years ago. When you have those feelings of gratitude, do you find that they have an impact beyond the immediate experience? I do. It's it's like something unlocks when you put your brain into appreciation mode. I think the secret to keeping that feeling going is not just to make an internal noting of what we're grateful for, but to look for external ways to express that gratitude, which is what you're talking about in today's podcast. So let's jump in. I'm Aletta Margolis, and this is Hooray for Monday, your inspiration and toolkit for the week ahead. Is gratitude contagious? Hooray for Monday, November 20th, 2023. And now, here's Jenna. Last Tuesday, I visited the classroom of Zelly Jones, one of our 23-24 Teaching with Improvisation fellows. Zelly is a middle school teacher at Center City Public Charter School in Petworth in Washington, D.C. And I came a little early. And I was scheduled to visit her seventh grade class and the eighth graders were just wrapping up, but I'm glad I got to be there to listen to Zelly share with her students her appreciation for how they participated and supported each other's learning during class. Today was a good day and I want to thank you for that, she said as they prepared for dismissal. Her students were smiling as they left the room and one student asked if he could take care of her plants as he walked out the door. And sure enough, he came back shortly thereafter with freshly watered pots. When the seventh graders came in next, it felt like the air was still laden with gratitude. 
As I had the opportunity to meet the class, I found myself sharing thanks for the students' insights. And then I observed the students helping each other out and receiving thanks as they translated my questions for English language learning peers, helped to clarify my directions for those who didn't understand them the first time, and encouraged classmates who were nervous to share. We practiced mindful breathing, played what are you doing, and word at a time stories, discussed what it meant to be above or below the line, and shared what we were curious about. I felt grateful for a good day with that class, and I said to Zelly on my way out, this is such a lovely school, and she replied, it is. I feel grateful that I landed here. I could tell by the comfortable way her students and colleagues carried themselves in her presence that the feeling was mutual. What if gratitude is contagious? What if when we show our appreciation of others, of the spaces we're in, of the communities to which we belong, we help others to experience gratitude too? Research supports this, as you'll see in the links below. What Zelly reminded me, and perhaps this will be helpful for you too heading into this holiday week, is that gratitude doesn't require a lot of pomp and circumstance. It can be as simple as stating your appreciation out loud. May you have opportunities to do that in the days ahead, and may that appreciation come back to you as well. Links to the resources are in the written version and the notes for this episode. Resources. Here are three articles on gratitude. The first one from the New York Times is called Gratitude Really Is Good For You. Here's what the science shows. And this article tells us that giving, receiving, and even witnessing gratitude can improve your well-being, especially during difficult times. This article in Greater Good Magazine is entitled How Gratitude Changes You and Your Brain. And it includes research that is starting to explore how gratitude works to improve our mental health. And finally, the science of gratitude in Mindful Magazine shows us some research that demonstrates that gratitude isn't just a pleasant feeling. Being grateful can also support greater health, happiness, and wisdom in ourselves and our communities. Professional learning prioritizing instructional fun. In December, we are exploring how fun can enhance the learning experience. In this institute, we will gain practice with several improv-based activities that fuel play and laughter, identify the connection between fun and effective instruction, and develop strategies for infusing fun into your curriculum. Side note, last night I had a brainstorm about some materials I'd like to send participants in our December institutes via snail mail. So, you do not want to miss this session. Googly eyes and very fun calendars may be involved. Our first session takes place on December 6th, that's a Wednesday, at 7 p.m. And our second session takes place on Tuesday, December 12th, also at 7 p.m. Online, you can register on our website. Youth programming. Calling all high school students, a full calendar of upcoming Speak Truth dates is now available on our website. These are incredible opportunities to engage in meaningful dialogue with peers and earn community service hours. Each month, students local to the DMV can join us for three-hour in-person sessions at MLK Library in Washington, D.C. And students from around the country and around the world can join us for one-and-a-half-hour sessions online. Don't miss our upcoming online session on Monday, November 27th. H.D. Woodson student Ashari Johnson will be leading a discussion about the impact of gentrification on communities. Hooray for Monday is an award-winning weekly publication of Center for Inspired Teaching. 
an independent nonprofit organization that invests in and supports teachers. Inspired Teaching provides transformative, improvisation-based professional learning for teachers that is 100% engaging intellectually, emotionally, and physically. Our mission is to create radical change in the school experience away from compliance and toward authentic engagement. Thanks very much for listening. Happy Thanksgiving and have a great week.